On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin Where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everybody. This is Pub Crawl Liz with the geriatric genius and clown for another edition of As the Ale House Turns. Thanks for tuning in yet again. Uh, I'm happy to do this podcast today because I've been away for a couple of weeks and here's something crazy. I actually I actually miss these two guys quite a bit. I don't think that's surprising. Why? Because I think secretly you still in you're still secretly into dicks. Okay. Closet. You're kind of a closet. I know a lot of guys that are secretly into dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's we know a lot of guys that are so secretly into dicks. Um, I did not miss your dick. Let's put it that way. Well, dream on, young lady. Dream uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. Um, I just missed your, you know, overall charm. Charm, okay. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> That's definitely one well, way. Well, we, we certainly missed you. I know, you... you yeah, I mean, you sent me love messages I st- I st- over the Facebook. I still don't have my bus pass. Shit, for my real? Books oh, no, to- we knew that wasn't going to come. And my my book is just sitting there in Okay, limbo. first of all, maybe you could say you missed me for reasons besides just needing my labor. Um, I miss you for other reasons besides your labor. <laughs> no wonder you've gotten so many girls in the past. What do you mean, so many girls in the past? No wonder you were such a gigolo with those I'm, lines like that. I mean, I've been a bitch magnet my pretty much my entire life. I know. When I was a, when I was prepubescent, um, older women were always asking my parents if I could come and stay with them. For real? Like these women would just ask your parents if you could come stay with them? Uh, well, yeah, they were friends of my parents, or my 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 parents had a my father had a business, a, a guy. Named Bill Fecht, not Fecht, but Bill Fecht, F-E-C-H-T. He was a, Ger- a German immigrant, and he he came over here after the war, and then he opened up a great big electric company up on, I think it was way up north on Western Avenue, and he made a whole lot of money. There used to be one in Rogers Park, like on Ridge. Yeah. That's it? Ridge uh, and like Pratt. That would have been it. Yeah. yeah. And anyway... Um, he had, he, he was a kind of a playboy and he had all kinds of girlfriends and several of his girlfriends asked, they were real flashy broads like hostesses and, and, uh, they were always asking if I could come and visit them. What would your parents my say? My fucking parents didn't let me do it. And I mean, I'm figuring <laughs> I could have got my knob polished when I'm like 12 by one of these hot babes. And and by the way, my the do, the doctor not my his not, knob polished not the not the doctor that delivered me but the fam, but the but our pediatrician Dr. Sanford, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, kind of a gruff old guy. He played football at Michigan, but he was kind of a gruff old guy. But he handled not all my cousins and my brother, all my siblings and all. But when I when I arrived on the scene, I was the first of the I'm the oldest cousin and sibling. They asked my, they told my parents, or my mother, I think, I don't know, I think my father would have been more than happy, but he said I was the most perfect child that he'd ever walked in his office, little baby, toddler, and they wanted to know if they could have me. And they ended up, re- they ended up retiring to Princeton University. I, I told my parents, I said, that was probably the nastiest thing you've ever done to me. Because I, my fortune would have been made, and I would have remembered you. I would have come. I would have come when I was made it big, and maybe toss a few bucks your way. So your parents wronged you several times by not oh, giving you away. Oh, way more than that. I mean, not letting me go stay with the bimbos, and then 
not giving me up for adoption to my to the doctor. Did the did the bimbos approach your parents with the specific request as to why they wanted you? Well, they just said because I was such a pretty little boy, and uh, <laughs> they'd be stroking my hair and say, "Oh, you're so cute! Can't can't he come and stay a few days at my house?" That's strange. I mean, what else would they fuck? I mean, with all this pedophilia shit, you know. Now, it, they could have pulled my fingernails out, and I wouldn't have squealed on them. Like, are, are, I was are the men, perfect. Are, I was men, the, are men just born wanting to get their knobs polished? Well, I, wanna, a, I wanna walk into a massage parlor and tell them <laughs> I'd like to get my knob polished. <laughs> Do you polish knobs? <laughs> oh my well, God. that whole happy ending thing, <laughs> and, you know. When back in, I don't even need a happy ending. <laughs> don't even need a ha- Oh, tell them that. They'd love that. Yeah. Just polish it for a while. <laughs> Seriously, are you guys... Right out, when you just fly Here's, out of the here, womb, you're ready to roll? No, obviously, <laughs> I mean, these fucking little punks that ran out their school teacher to bloom. Yeah, who was the famous one? Oh, there's a whole... Who was that one? Oh, what was her name? Mary something, right? Yeah, and then the, she got... Asian kid? Yeah, but then she got... Not with a Eurasian kid, no. It was, but some... Well, yeah, some kind of half-breed type. But the kid... <laughs> oh, God. But the kid... <laughs> so wrong. Apparently, the kid got back with her after she got out yeah, of jail. Yeah, they, like, got... Like, they had How a come, relationship. Nobody... See, nobody... What the fuck's the name of that? No, none Stockholm. of these... No, none of these Stockholm. editors... Well, I think uh, they literally... Like, I don't think... I don't think he ever not wanted to be with her. Yeah, he was like he was like a like a fourteen year old kind of Cro Magnon skull. uh, That kid, very, you know, yeah, looked like he just swung out of a tree. I think they went on and had kids. I mean, why does they do? Wouldn't this be an interesting follow through story? I think there was a made for TV movie about it. Yeah, but I'd like to know what's going on now. We'll have to Google that shit. Yeah, could you? But I can't remember the kid's her name. But that was a big deal. That was a giant deal. You know, it's funny. I get you think about what guys say. This guy, I hired this guy to help me uh, move the washer and dryer and put it on rollers and stuff over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And after we were done and everything, right behind it, the reason I had him help me because there's a storage space right behind it. And I told him like right after we did it, I said, "This is perfect." I said. I'm going to keep my sex slave back there. <laughs> and, said, and when when she screams, you can uh, turn on the dryer. <laughs> so the kid and buy he, it? And he laughed. Oh, he, and he laughed. And, and I told that to Mrs. Clown, and she was like, man, you guys are fucked up. The way. <laughs> but God, only guys would say that, something like that, right? Well, guys, guys are special. I mean, yeah. chicks are pretty fucked up too, boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, but you guys never answered my question. What's what? that? Like seriously, when you're when you're at a very young age, immediately are you just oh, into God. sex right Everything. away? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and into sex yeah. right away. I mean, yeah. you probably masturbate like first... five, six times a day. Yeah, I mean, no, wait, I... wait, wait. What's your first every memory girl, of that? You, every What's your girl first memory you see, of that? You well, take a mental picture and masturbate to her later. Well, when you're <laughs> later. When, when you're prepubescent, <laughs> oh, you're you, like you still six, get, seven. Your dick yeah. gets really? hard. Oh yeah. Your dick gets hard all the time, and you're trying. What the fuck's this going? You well, know. Like I remember when I would like change some of my nephew's diapers and shit. Like they would. There, there's moments when I was like, oh gosh, already with this business. Yeah. And they're like babies. I remember, but I figured that's just you can't. That cannot be related to the way your brain is actually. It's, I would be so. It's just I would be so sure. Responses, right, but you guys have like young memories of this yeah. shit. I remember when I first had an orgasm. It terrified me. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> well, I started getting those feelings, and then suddenly stuff started coming out of me. Oh and I was God. like, "What the fuck's this?" See, I would have killed. For, <laughs> I would have killed for that. I was the world's worst <laughs> masturbator. I would what? just wail on my fuck and it get all fucking hugely swollen up and look. It was like, oh my god, what have I done to my dick? And then the first piece, I said, I just nothing was ever happened. I mean, what the fuck? There's got to be something going on here. You didn't ever, then, you never had an orgasm from it? No, I didn't get an orgasm to my first piece of ass. That's, that's a sad life right there. Oh, it wasn't sad when I had an orgasm. Boy. No, I'll tell but you think what. about all the orgasms she was, she, you missed. She, she was sitting, she was just looking. At, we were in a garage. We were in a garage or a garage. She said, holy cow, look at all this coming out. It's I mean, it was like a couple gallons of fucking cum came pouring out of her little... Her how, little how old are her, you? She was 11 years, 10 months old, and I was 14. 
I can't say her God. name. I can't say her name, but her dad was a golf pro, and and her, his brother was even a more famous golf pro. So you were what was it, Lulu? <laughs> God, you were 14. Yeah. And, 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 that's what I was, 14. And I'll tell you what, so my, 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 it, it imprinted on me because for years, I could easily see how guys get into that whole pedophilia thing because that was my frame of reference, that little hairless snatch Gross. Yeah, in I the said, garage. I used to do a comedy thing where I said, uh, I could, you know, when I'm back when I was uh, 12, you know, I couldn't get the 12-year-olds and... My taste is still the same, and I still can't get those 12-year-olds. Oh, my God. Which, yeah. Yeah, if that's how your fantasy builds up. Well, you know? I think that, yeah, I mean, Clown's career probably, I mean, I used to, I always wanted to do some stand-up at with the El Hostel shows, but Fox told me my child molesters uh, jokes were totally, uh, you know, they were. Wrong. Totally wrong. And here, he, all he does is talk about, you know, he's all, so <laughs> yeah. routines about pussy and I'm in bad taste. All of a sudden, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy yeah, in Fox, bad taste. Fox telling you you're in bad taste. That's good. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> and he did. That, that's serious. Well, that makes you think. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the girl that I had sex with first, she's now head of the uh, psychiatric part department <laughs> in Berwyn. Is her name Anna the big, Marie? The hospital in Berwyn, that big one God. along the uh, railroad really? tracks. Really? Yeah. Well, now everybody knows who she is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about, you know, I used to take the train by there, and I thought it'd be great to stop in and see her one time. Just stop, get off the when train. When was the last time you saw her? When I was 14, 15, 16. <laughs> How old was she? She was three years older. She was oh, 17. So I you was 14. Went, you yeah. went higher and you went lower. Well, no, I know. Uh, well, yeah, I went low. I mean, I went anywhere I could go, believe me. <laughs> anywhere. I mean, it, well, it sounds I mean, though I mean, that it, like. If I saw the crotch of a tree, I got my dick got high. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like Clown actually had a little bit more of a orgasmic experience. Well, he was orgasming. He was, he was a success, he successful was, masturbator. Yeah, he, I was a terrible masturbator. You know. I don't, I don't think I would go around. Such a well, no, that's why, that's why I need bitches. <laughs> well, guys are very special. Oh, I think gals are right there with us in oh, their own yeah. little sick yeah. ways. We don't really start thinking about any of that stuff until much later. Oh, I mean, you know. When the, the town whore <laughs> oh, in, in, in Uppers Grove. <laughs> um, well, there's always one. She was named after... Let me put it in. Her real name wasn't Duan Uppers. But she was a direct descendant of... I mean, I mean, if you just said that name Duan, my dick would get hard. I mean, she was just such a naughty girl. She was a couple years older than me. And she would always show us her pussy and stuff when we were little kids. <laughs> There's always an exception to the rule. There's always the one. Oh, no, there was a few. There was a girl in uh, my high school class that I was... I was attracted to her, but she was a stoner, and she never wore a bra, and she had these big nipples that sticked out all the time. <laughs> and I saw her at my high school reunion, my 40th reunion, and I told my friends, I said, man, I was always terrified of her because she looked easy. It just terrified me. And then I saw her dancing out on the dance floor when she's like 60 years old, and I said, you know what? She still looks easy. <laughs> and we're all standing there scared of her. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, it was. It, you know, I'll tell you what though. Adolescence is really a terrifying, depressing, especially for me. Here I was. I walked around. With, I had to wear a jockstrap every day to school because my dick was always sticking out, and I had horrible acne. All I wanted to do was plunge my dick in a vagina, and I looked like the fucking elephant man, or, or I had. <laughs> you're, the look on your face is like you're, you're, you're disgusted I, like by was, your own self. I was. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, no, no broadener right mind would want to fuck me. And that's all I was thinking about. But then, thank God, when I was 16, I, my, my face kind of cleared up. I got my driver's license, and all of a sudden, my dad asked why all the footprints were on the top of his car. I mean, the inside on the upholstery. Oh, God. So your acne cleared up at 16? Pretty much. And did you still have to wear a jock strap? Uh, well, that once I started yeah, getting that, red pussy. That hurt. Yeah, that goddamn hurt. hurt. Of course it hurt. Especially if you had a cup on. 
<laughs> in Little League, when I was a catcher, and they, they, the first game they told me I had to wear a cup, and I, I couldn't even walk in the fucking yeah. thing. I had no more cup for me. Jesus. Remember having to walk to the chalkboard and take your books with you? Oh, They'd yeah. always call on you. You'd have a heart on you. Or, or you'd pull your sh- oh you'd pull your shirt out so yeah. with the hanging out over. Or the bus. You get, always get a hard on on the bus. Because of the Just bounciness. The movement of the bounciness. Well, oh, you're yeah. also looking at bitches. You yeah, also you find a pair of tits on. to yeah. focus on. Man, you guys are pitiful. And well, then what? You, I'll tell you what. what we're still doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, my 50th high school year reunion, I was so happy because all the broads, all my lust objects are going, oh, God, no. No way, no. They were gross? Well, they're old, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Although, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something interesting that happened at my 50th reunion. Some woman comes up to me. Now, I'd known her since. She immediately, I had no idea who she was when she walked up with, with her husband. It was kind of a looked very uncomfortable, a little older than us. And... Um, so she walks up to me, and I won't say her name, but, well, it was Nancy. Her first name was Nancy. <laughs> it's like we have not, we've been trying so hard to not say names. Well, not, I mean, I just think, you know, there are people are litigious. But anyway, she walks up to me and says, now, I had been sitting with all my old pals, and they had all gotten up to go get beer or something like that. I'm just sitting at the table all by myself. She comes up with her husband. She says, I'm Nancy X. Remember? I said, yeah, I remember you all the way from second grade. She said, well, I just want you to know this is the first reunion I've ever come to, which because I, I may never miss one. And she said, but I came here all the way from California to tell you, you dirty bastard. It took me a long time to get my, my self-esteem uh, back, but I finally have no thanks to you. I went, what the fuck did I do? I actually, I thought we liked each other. I mean, I thought we were always kind of friends. And so she's, I'm not. And then so the guy said, so you live in Old Town, bro? She said, don't you be friends with him. Her husband? Yeah, the husband was trying to be nice. And I was kind of wishing I could get him. I said, what the fuck did I do? You know, and then it took me years, years I thought about this. But about three years after the 53, I thought, you know what it might have been? We had a senior ditch day. And I thought of it, but I knew that nobody, I couldn't organize it because I, my, I was the black sheep of all the black sheep. Yeah, it was too obvious. If I did it, yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody. But so I got the two, two guys, about four or five kids were tied for valedictorian. So I got two of the valedictorian guys. And I said, you know, if you guys, I, I remember when you, remind, one time in gym class you said something about a senior ditch thing. They were huh, what? says, yeah, it was your idea. What a great idea. We should have a senior ditch day. We got only 10 days to go in school. It'd be cool, wouldn't it? You guys, I mean, it was your idea. I never thought, really? I don't even remember that. I said, yeah. So, anyway, they got, they kind of got the guy, they got behind the fucking thing. And, of course, then I got all the juvenile delinquents, you know, in, in on it. So, we're all out in the parking lot at Uppers Grove High School. And these, and a few of the kids, and, and they were mostly girls, and they were used, and they had like violin cases and shit like this. They were music. They wouldn't honor our senior ditch day. So some of the kids started throwing stones at them when they're walking back. I think that may be what, but I'm mean, the only thing I can think of. So she of. never fucking told you? Uh, she was in love with no, you. She, well, and you, you know didn't what? love her. That's well, I'd like to think it's because I didn't fuck her, yeah. but she had a great <laughs> ass. I would have. But guys are kind of dumb. You don't know, like, especially in high school. No, bitches make it real. Especially, no, they well, don't. No. And I was terrified of rejection. I think high school boys are just idiots. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm friends with a lot of high school people. College boys you know. are college boys, and boys tend to be idiots for quite a long Their brains don't fully grow. <laughs> They're not fully fucking developed. I'm friends with most, most of my close friends are high school people, as you know, Nurse Danielle. And, uh,. We often have a lot of talks about the high school days, of course, and every single guy always says, she liked me, or you like me? I had no idea. Damn, I wish I would have known. Ugh, like, like, 
full of regret now. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. A girl no. could have said, there are, let's make out. See, and they would have been like, what? I see, don't, well, I, women, women don't show it. Like men's tongues are hanging out, like looking at their breasts. I mean, yeah. we're kind of obvious. I just think you guys are dumb. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll tell you what. I, my, my, the guy that got more pussy than any man I've ever known was my old. I've written about him. In my books, his name is, um, I call him and, uh, Orlovsky in my books. But his, oh, yeah. his, mm-hmm. but his nickname was Bird back in the day because he loved Charlie Parker. He could whistle Charlie Parker. But anyway, he... What his basic theory was, if I ask 100 girls each day to fuck me, one of them will. That's not a bad approach. It isn't, except that the 99 girls will tell you to go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. But you can't handle rejection. So I you couldn't never... handle that part of it. Why? I mean, I was delicate and sensitive and insecure. You know, if Broads keep telling me, you scum, I was your last guy in the world, I'd fuck. Bird just shook it off. And he would just grab people. And then as soon as he'd bang a chick, he'd bring him into the alehouse and sit him down next to you and then take off out the door after another broad. I mean, he was... And I... <laughs> now, my theory was, if you found some chick that was a great piece of ass and you really liked her and everything, why wouldn't you want to fuck her for a while? Yeah, why not? But he wouldn't. It was just a but then he one marries, and done? Then he marries this fucking nightmare broad. <laughs> but that's all in my books. Harry, Harry Orlovsky. I remember reading about Harry in your books. Yeah. Um, well, these this is all very, very eye-opening. No, it's but not. You know all that shit. Par for the course. Yeah. Guys, guys, uh, yeah, well, that's how Mother it's Nature. A- it's just adding to my database. That's how Mother Nature made us. Dumb. Well, well they made us get erections. They wanted to plunge it into stuff. <laughs> Them. I just I asked a girl in here one night to go okay. back to the restroom. I just I had been talking to her for like five minutes to say you want to go back to the restroom, get it on. And and she goes, uh, I'll bring my car around. <laughs> okay. There are a lot of stories of people so doing shit like that here. She was outside five minutes. Oh, wow. I'll tell you what, it broke my heart after my prostate surgery when I couldn't I could no longer get it up. Quick enough to do any bathroom sex. Well, I'm sure the bathroom, I'm sure the back room, I'm sure the basement has seen a lot of action. The back room? I, I got a lot of photos. I'm going to dig out all those photographs of hookers I took back there. They, I get, let them take uh, me take pictures of their pussies holding their That was in pussy. the back room? In the back room, yeah. The room's so little. And, yeah, well, you would be surprised. A couple of big, <laughs> big husky black hookers could do a lot of stuff back there. Okay, well, never go back there again. <laughs> I mean, I figured the, it's just so little. Remember that? Remember that uh, video you got Danny Faggy Pants Man drinking? That was hilarious. What did you do? When he used to go back there and he'd be like swig and grab a bottle and swig off the and shelf. He, oh, yeah, and oh. he, when he was oh, cleaning. Oh God! And he showed him the video. <laughs> yeah. And he he just like walked back there like this. Like no, Toby would swig. catch him all the time. I it's mean, hilarious. He was just. I mean, I, he calls. <laughs> He calls me all the time now. When he does, I just can the phone to Ruth because she can handle. I mean, he just wants to. Talk. He's drunk. He's totally drunk by ten in the morning, and, and he just uh, wants to talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah, and I. I just, you can't and handle Ruth, it. Ruth does he, doesn't. Does Ruth, he drink with his mom? Um. Well, his mom he is. With his, birds. his mom's in heaven. Oh, she's gone. He huh? drinks yeah. with his birds. Oh. Hmm? Blue and green. Oh, his birds. <laughs> He's got two birds. Yeah, well, he calls, and he calls blue, them blue and green. What are their col- parakeets? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that but I think, I think his other two, mom, unfortunately, opened the window. Because he'd let the, <laughs> there was a tragedy there. That guy. And parakeets don't know how to come home. I mean, they kind of fuck up when they go out. They, they just know how to mimic well, your words, but don't know how to come home. Well, they don't know how to I don't to know fu- much about parakeets. Well, they don't last. You know, in San Francisco, you would see parrots living in trees. They couldn't reproduce in that environment, but they could survive in in San Francisco environment, but they couldn't. You would see. <laughs> they'd escape. You'd also see them up the tree. I'll never forget when I was playing golf out at Jackson Park about 30 years ago. All of a sudden, I'm in like the fifth hole. All of a sudden, here this. I look up. There's about seven. I, I thought they were parrots, but they're technically parakeets. And there was a big story. So I went, what the fuck did I just see? 
you know, and all the black guys I'm playing with, Jesus Christ, yeah. Well, it turns out, so now I got a, I knew somebody, one of my newspaper friends, newspaper reporter friends, said, yeah, the story is this. There's a colony of them, and then in, in uh, Harold Washington Park, they had these big, they, they make their nests out of, of, of real skinny little branches. They're real large, kind of very cumbersome looking nests. And they were building them on the light towers out the driving range, but they kept pulling them down. Which, but anyway, the story was that a crate broke. They were, they were from, they could handle the climate because they, they were from uh, the, um, out in South America, what the big mountains, uh, what are the big mountains? Uh, Peru? Things? Oh, the, yeah, the Andes? The Andes. That these, these were natives of the Andes. They were, the crate, the crate broke open at, at O'Hare. Some of them went out to someplace like Elmhurst, and a bunch flew into Chicago, into Hyde Park. And then they just kept migrating farther and farther along the lake. Now, I haven't seen one of them. I don't know what happened because they had most of their nests over in Harold Washington Park for a while. And uh, I don't know what became of them, but they were, and they're real. I remember one day I was out of the driving range. I heard all this racket. And what was, was, was the parakeets, but they're parrots, they look like parrots, they're about that size. They're screaming up in their nests, a crow, a big mean looking, like Jimmy would say, gangster looking crow. Is sitting there fucking around with the, the with the parrots, and all of a sudden a fucking hawks, a fucking hawk. Speaking of faggy pants, I bet you it's him. A, bu a bunch of hawks, uh, a big hawk. Uh, oh my god! It is him. It is him. Answer. Hello. Uh, hi, Danny. This is Liz. Hang on. Hang oh. on a second. This is Liz. Can you hear me? How's it going? Yeah? I'm I'm doing pretty all right. We're just sitting here, you know, having a chat and a podcast. Yeah, he's got to come down to one of hey, our podcasts. You should come back. Okay, he's right here. Hang on. Uh, Danny, I'm on the I'm on the air. What can I do for you? Oh, okay. So, gosh, um, my everything's so screwed up. So the one friend, you know, I don't know if you ever met Mike Smalley. No, I, ne never no I, never, Mike, I never. No, I never. I never met him. No, never met Mike Smalley. No. Oh, nice guy, real is, nice. Is he you know? cute? Is he, he attractive? No, no. No. He worked for the water department. You he know? Oh, okay. He, he was my drinking friend when I was, uh, you know, in college and high school. So. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, so I get a call. Uh, Alan, you know, comes. Yeah. Don't, don't pronounce these names. On the, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. My friend calls and says, uh, <laughs> you know, everyone was calling him over at his, you know, house. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, he was divorced two times. He had uh, a hard life, yeah. you know. Hard life. His uh, mother committed suicide. Dad, dad died. Yeah. Uh, he had no uh, brothers or sisters. Yeah. But grandma uh, inherited him millions. Oh. Yeah. Well, listen. So he bought listen, that sounds interesting, but um, we're going to have to, when we play golf, we can talk about that. But I'm, I'm doing my show right now. Oh, what do you want to talk about? Well, how are the birds? Yeah, how are your parakeets? Oh, uh, the yellow one died. Yellow? Oh. Yellow died? Yeah. Yeah, but the other three are good. They're very happy. Oh, you got three uh, other ones. Do you want to hear them? Uh, yeah. All right, here, let me give you Liz, because she can hear better than me. <coughs> Guess. So you got, you got, you, you oh. Okay, we can't wait till you come down for a podcast. Yeah, come, uh, come back and uh, actually be a guest on the show, Danny. Okay, I'm right there. 
All right. Tell them Clown says hi. Clown says hi. Yeah, we got an open mic for you. We miss you very, 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 very much. Okay. Well, come down anytime. Love you. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Kisses. Kisses, yeah. Well, that was timely. Yeah. yeah. Very, uh, also, you need to change the goddamn ring on your phone. Why? What is that electronic digital bullshit? I can hear it. You know, I had a I had a friend terrible. in Champaign whose bird imitated his cell phone. <laughs> it was incredible. Really? I mean, because they, they can imitate anything. It was a cockatoo, and it, it sounded exactly like his cell phone. It was driving him crazy <laughs> because he actually changed the ringer because he always thought it was his phone. Yeah, but you're yeah. kind of you kind of automatically react to that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, well, on the on the thank, brighter side, thank God we didn't no names were mentioned. <laughs> yeah, as always. On the brighter side of that uh, phone call, at least it interrupted your boring ass story about, about what? Chilean birds. Well, it's not really boring. I mean, the fact that they're you know. Huge colonies, uh, and they were all over. But people would tear down their nests, and that people are they would stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we got from orgasms to birds. Well, we went directly from <laughs> big birds yeah, to smaller people, birds. People probably <laughs> masturbated with their nests. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on from that now because okay. I don't like that. All right. Good. Um, clown, you were telling us a story. When we were getting set up to do this oh, tonight. Oh, there's. I, I wanted him to tell the jukebox, jukebox show. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm talking about. Because this is a good one. Oh, right. back, in gotta, the, back in the day. Set the scene. Well, first, first set tell the scene. Yeah. First, say um, he bumped into a jukebox show recently, and they turns out they both had their heart zapped on the same day. Yeah, we both had AFib the same period of time. We was have the like same the doctor. Same? Wow. Everything. Was it like in the same waiting room? We're like peas in a pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 No, but back in the day when we both drank, he really didn't like me that much. And How a lot, come? Actually, a lot of people didn't like me. About, I wasn't really into respect, you know? You were a dick? I was kind of a dickhead, yeah. He wasn't so, a good drunk. He was not a good drunk. But that, no, we, that's wasn't not really a prerequisite here. But he <laughs> came in and uh, came in during the day one day, and all his buddies, you know, all the gang was here, and about like eight people. And he bought everyone a drink at the bar except for me. I was the only one at the bar that didn't get a drink. And Grace told me, she goes, he didn't buy one for you. And I said, well, buy him one for me. Yeah. <laughs> See, I never thought of that. I've been frozen out of many, many rounds. But I never thought to, I never <laughs> thought to buy the uh, evildoer a drink. You know, and he really didn't know what to do. He, like, laughed and cheered, like, toasted yeah. me. And, he, uh, and Joe can't drink anymore. kind of derailing, yeah. Man, Joke. everyone's everyone's. Uh, well, they get old, man, and, and those livers and hearts and yeah. You know, I, you know how many people I've run into in that heart clinic. Yeah, I've I'm run sure. into Billy Rose. I ran into BOC. Bill, Billy all Rose. All the guys, too? all the guys over at Corcoran's. Oh yeah. Well, BOC is deceased. Yeah. So, I guess it didn't work for him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, oh, God. when when when. Uh, uh, <laughs> When Dan Blue was spending all those uh, tens thousands of, tens of dollars, of, tens of thousands of dollars in here, mm-hmm. he bought uh, Reuben one of those little blood pressure cuff things. Yeah, I still have it, but it doesn't work good anymore. But um, yeah, put batteries in it. No, I know that, but I just put batteries in it. It's still not, you know. And plus, my blood pressure's fucked up again. But anyway, um, so. You interrupted me. What, what, <laughs> the, no, blood pre- the blood pressure cup. The, the cup. When Dan, uh, Dan Blue was Blue. spending thousands oh, of dollars. So BOC, BOC's in here. We're all testing it. You know, like mine's one. <laughs> yeah, it turns into a fucking game. My it? mine's one forty-four over yeah. <laughs> eighty-five, and and then somebody had real low one and all that. You know, but there. And then BOC tries it. It was like two hundred over a hundred. <laughs> so I said. You're fucking dead, man. <laughs> oh, this, I don't believe in this shit. I don't I believe so. in it. <laughs> <laughs> how, but, how many years before he actually dropped dead? It was, it was probably another five fucking years. <laughs> and and he was apparently he went on GoFundMe or something for dough. Yeah, and then he got a new car. <laughs> <laughs> That's so typical. 
Yeah, well, oh my God. he was a real asset here. I mean, he, and plus he'd hog where I like to sit over here. One of the two or three most boring human beings because he had an opinion on everything and never shut his fucking mouth. But it, he he fucked up twice here. I mean, he got barred for life twice. and that, So he kept trying to come back and say, he'd tell the bartender, Bruce said, oh, no, Bruce said he lifted the band. But... Um, yeah, how do you how if someone is barred for life, well, how do they finagle their way to get back? Well, in? Chuck Mudd did an interesting way. Um, we had the night he'd been. I mean, I caught him snorting coke in the bathroom, and that was out. And then, and, and that I think no, the, that was before. Or after he he sat up on that little bookcase in there and kept his feet against the door so nobody could get in the men's room bathroom for the longest time. And <laughs> there was damage done to the wall and all that shit. So that was for life. Well, we remember a couple of years ago when the outer drive was closed in that blizzard? Yeah. About four or five years ago? Yeah. I mean, the wind was blowing. There's a blizzard, the snow. Fortunately, I had my art studio around the corner, so I could just I could stay there. But uh, there was like 11 people in this bar, you know, and all of a sudden the door would fly open, and there comes Chuck Mudd blowing in the fucking door. Oh, please don't make me leave. Don't make me I said, all right, all right. I mean, I couldn't throw him back out. But that, yeah, that was a real terrible night. So that's how so, he got back. So he, after that storm well, night, he well, after for good? So the thing about Chuck is the bartenders, he's he, he very big tipper, but if the bartenders tell him to leave, he leaves. Now that's the key key there, because if people just don't leave, the rules. when you well, yeah, when you tell them to leave and they won't leave, then uh-huh. yeah, it's just uh, come back tomorrow. But leave now. Yeah, but there are there are people that just that don't, don't want to leave. leave. <laughs> <Don't wanna> leave. <laughs> <laughs> there we have problems. Oh God, yeah. this place, this place. You know, I had a friend in Austin that uh, he got banned for life from a bar, and the guy died that banned him, and he tried to get back in the bar, <laughs> and the guy that bought the bar said he couldn't let him in because. He signed a contract with the guy after he died that he wouldn't let him in. Oh, my God. Well, so, well speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking of being barred for life, I mean, I believe a clown holds record in champagne for being barred from every bar. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm banned from like 12 bars there. Yeah. Still? Well, some, well, what happened is this guy owned three bars, and I got banned from all his bars. And then he started getting really rich, and now he's got 12 bars down there. So I'm yeah, still but banned, I think from, cor- I'm banned from all of, the pro- all of his property. For the rest they of won't my know. Life. Yeah, he knows. Those uh, the, the, like the bouncers are like college my... kids who rotate through every few years. You know what? I, you know what I want to do though. He one of his bars. He holds comedy shows with oh. a lot of my friends well, here. Well, put on your and clown I should suit. go as the clown oh, and host it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And go and up then, to him afterwards. And, and then, then afterwards go, go surprise. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds frightening to me. Well, Brian, the piano player, is the one that told me that what a legendary um, drunk clown was up in Champagne. Oh yeah, I had to go to a bigger stage, <laughs> and I was thrown off that one too. <laughs> oh, the characters! Yeah, people did not. Oh, well, we haven't. We, now, here's what we, you've been avoiding all night. Telling you, obviously, you didn't have the most successful trip trip to Mexico because if you did, if you were having the time of your life, I would have been hearing about it. I had probably one of the best trips oh. I've ever had. That's why you didn't tell anybody? Well, okay, so listen. I Day one, I went to Mexico City because I was working for the week. I was leading a, 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 a beautiful tour. city. Beautiful city. And holy shit, I worked like a dog for those six days, getting did, everything ready, and then finally everyone What got did you there. have to do for six days? Well, I got there, and I had a prep stuff at our base hotel and then go pick up some where, tickets where were you to staying? things. Where were you staying? Uh, in, in the heart of the city. And what what street? I know Reforma and some oh, of those. Oh, wow. We were actually right off of Reforma. Homie went down there in yeah. 1960 and 61. Oh, wow. And had quite a fine... I'll tell you what. I, I did everything wrong because I ate all the food and drank water and shit. And, Ooh, uh, dummy. <laughs> yeah, Montezuma's Revenge. Holy. I mean, I talk about a disgusting Yankee. But, um, and then, so, and then I r- ran around like a madman for first night. And then it was like somebody hit me over the head with a, yeah, a sledgehammer yeah. with the, uh, the well, altitude. It's, it's, it's like 7,500 feet. Yeah, but I, I don't, everybody told me shit. Don't do this. Don't do that. I did everything. 
I mean, I had to buy a whole new set of underwear. I mean, the oh, amount of was just unbelievably horrible. But I went also, my, my friend knew the, like this absolutely palatial whorehouse. I mean, it was like, I got to bang like Sophia Lauren. And, <laughs> I mean, they were just fantastic looking broads. Well, that, my tour did not include that. Uh, so I just had to prep stuff and meet with partners for the first couple of days, and then everyone showed up. And no, I didn't recognize anybody in the picture I saw. Mm, no, because they were, they've been, everybody who came had been on my stuff before, but never on an international tour. So they oh. were all newbies How many to people it. did you have? Ten. Ten people. So it's a nice group. Um, but yeah, we did all kinds of fun stuff. We did a, a nice, I did a Aztec-centric uh, morning, um, and then moved into the Spanish period, and then moved. Uh, went into the National Palace and saw some Diego Rivera murals, and then I did a historic cantina tour, and then we uh, did some Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera stuff. Did you go to the cockfight? We went to um, the wrestling with Lucha Libre. Wrestling. It was so fucking. Fun. They wear the funny costumes over there. Yeah, don't it they? was so goddamn yeah. fun. Everyone, that was a highlight I think for a lot of people. Because it's a very local thing. It's a very, um, uh, you, you just have to experience it. It's really special, and everyone loved it. Even if you're like, well, what's this wrestling thing? So we went, and everyone's like, oh, my God, that was great. And then we went and uh, went to town and uh, went and listened to some strolling mariachis. And I don't know. We just had four great days of really amazing cultural, historic, uh, food, beverage experiences. And then you went through... So a, I was working a lot. So And, and then the, after that was over, you had an orgy time with... Uh, well, it wasn't an orgy. Goat girl. Yeah, so I got done with work on that Sunday morning. So I'd been there for about a week. And then... Oh my God, it's a really loud car, isn't it? Um, and then... So the, the experience got done on a late late Saturday night and the next morning I flew to Cancun where Goat Girl uh, was on a arrived on a flight about half an hour after I mine did and then uh, oh so you went to you were in Cancun with we went Goat to Girl. no I hate the, the minute I get to Cancun I leave Cancun because it's a shit box tourist place yeah so basically rent a car and we drive about an hour and a half south of this little town on the beach and we spent six really, really fantastic days. Well, how come you didn't send little messages and pictures like you always do? Because I really wanted to focus on not being connected to the world. Oh, bullshit. And having one-on-one time with her. Bullshit. And that's exactly what we did. We had some, we just, it was fantastic. I mean, we sure, certainly we took pictures and did things, but I really wanted to not post about it. I just wanted to be in the present. And that's, we both did that. Can you, believe this? Can you believe this language? I wanted to be in the present. I wanted to be in the present. That fucking new wave hippie nonsensical new jargon. New wave hippie, pre- you're crazy. I wanted to be in the present. I like being in the past. <laughs> I much prefer it. <laughs> well, with Fuck the present. The present sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, my present at that point in time was really great. I was present for her presence. And we did a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, a lot of meeting people. Uh, took some nice beach walks, went snorkeling. Did you swim? So, yeah, tons of swimming. Did tons of snorkeling. We uh, Snorkel? You snorkel? Oh, I love snorkeling. You're kidding. No, I love it. You're fucking, something's going to eat you down there. So no. Bullshit. Oh, um, saw, no saw some... Massive turtles and beautiful fish and oh, coral. turtles aren't gonna fuck with you no. if you like mess with their babies. No, why would you mess with their babies? And they don't, they, they don't, they don't. Because you're in the water. They, they nest did. in the summertime. If I was a turtle, I'd fuck you up good if you came down. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not a turtle. Yeah, yeah. I am too, by the way. <laughs> Although I maybe think, next time. I, yeah. think, I think they get to live to be a couple hundred years yeah. old. Though, uh, yeah, yeah, you should want to be a turtle. Anyway, uh, so we just got back home like a day and a half ago and uh it was a really really great two weeks um fun so now i hope you're gonna roll up your sleeves and take care of some serious fucking business um i'm home for some little time and then yes but i will take care of business before i'm off again uh but yeah it was a nice it was a nice getaway good little battery recharge but i was excited see Colin, can you imagine 
hey, come, I want to get my battery recharged. For him, you it's just fucking... You started out this goddamn show with a knob polish. Po- no, polishing uh, your I knob. mean, for a clown, his battery... Is His knob, knob polish. Polishing your knob. Yeah. Uh, no. Getting your knob. Getting my knob polished. Do you polish but, knobs? <laughs> if Colin wants to get his battery recharged, he's talking about his defibrillator. <laughs> well... You know what? And I got it. I've got a year and a half left, and I actually have to go get the battery replaced. <laughs> they opened me up. They, I said, "Why don't you just have a charger, man? Jesus, you plug it in, right?" <laughs> yeah. Couldn't I just put my finger in a goddamn light socket? Yeah. The battery. How are you feeling, clown? Good, real good. He's looking so, good. He's. Yeah. I know my heart rate is is exactly half of what it was that night. It was going fast. Wow. It's 60 tonight, and it was 120 that night. Holy shit! That whole time. I have a little, uh, little, uh... Heart monitor thing Yeah, heart monitor on my, What's on my watch. What's your heart rate? 75? My resting heart rate is about 60. Well, mine's 60 because my, my pacemaker won't let it go below 60. <laughs> okay. And I can feel it when I hit it. When I hit 60, I can feel the pacemaker kick in. God, that's weird. Stay alive! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get Bruce one just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> my fucking, my, uh... Widowmaker blew the shit up. You know, you should, you should have seen it. I was sitting there looking at the goddamn thing. And they wanted to crack open my chest. You know, it would be a little safer to do this. No, no, no. No, let's roll, no, no. Let's roll them bones because I ain't going to get my <laughs> fucking crack. Hit, hit, Speaking know. of, how are you feeling? Tired. What's wrong? Exhausted. Why are you so tired and exhausted? Because I, I can't sleep very long in stretches. That night, if I get four hours in at night, of course I go to bed. Been watching Downton Abbey, by the way, which I really like. I love that show. And um, so I haven't been going to bed before two. I mean, I don't try to sleep before two. And then I wake up about five or six. So I go in and watch uh, CNN or MSNBC for an hour, hour and a half. And then I, and I eat something. Then I go back to sleep. Takes me a while. I wake up then about ten. So then I get up, go to the bathroom, then I go back to sleep till hopefully eleven thirty, twelve. Now I've got a couple hours, but by that, that I need another nap. Yes. Now that's everything hinges on hey, that. I have a nap. question. What about some sleeping pills? I. I you know, I, I'm I'm drug averse. I, I mean, know you are, but shit. No, Imagine. I mean that's what that's what Trump does. I mean, he takes apparently his speed is something called Adderall or something like that, and yep. then and he obviously takes a sleep drug. So, um, I don't want to be Trump. I just and you know what? It's not like I have to be anywhere. No, but I think but it I, affects your yeah. But what my creativity? Everything. It affects my creativity because the only time I can really now, I can write my blogs. It takes me about an hour and a half to write my blogs. And I can do that before my first big nap. And then after, but I can't paint until after the second nap. I mean, my, I need my, I just don't have any energy up until. Now, when the weather gets better, I'll have more energy. Yeah, but then but I want to play golf. Yeah. yeah. So, it's so I'm trying to paint like mad. All and right, I'm, well, doing, I'm doing non, non-vagina paintings right now. Good. So proud of you. Well, I mean, good. I mean, it's not good for history. The person start the, doing dick paintings. I've done some. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've got the littlest dick. It was that Trump one up there, and then I got I did that Scott, Scott Brown, the guy who was senator from Massachusetts. I, I sent the guy who asked me if you had paintings for sale. The paintings. That you sent me the pictures, and I never heard back from no, him. No, I know because they're all nudie. Well, they're they're pretty much. Snatch paintings. Yeah. But the, I had, you know, it was an amazing opportunity. I had those Polish hookers all getting mm-hmm. fake passport. Mm-hmm. And uh, how could you pass that up? And I'd love to go to Warsaw sometime because I'm, I'm walking down the street and I see a gallery with all my pussy paintings, you know. I would love to see. What a, what a fun thing that would be. Because every time I do one of these, I had to do one for them to send back to their guy. you got to find a gallery around here to just... Yeah, good luck. I have my my niece 
my niece Anna Katrine's got, got that ga- sideshow gallery over in Western. There's she, your ticket. She won't touch me. <laughs> my 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 big fat so brother had I maybe thirty galleries over the years and we're the opposite of the Van Gogh brothers. Little Theo was trying to do everything to help Vincent. My brother did everything possible to sabotage me. My mother, the only thing she ever saved of mine, because where my school, my little grammar school uh, drawings and paintings, because uh, I would win awards. It was like the only positive thing I did in school. And she saved them all. And they were really quite good. I, I used these strong black lines. I, I, they're quite good. So then one minute day, when my mom was still alive, my brother said, oh, I want to take these to show New York and show them to somebody. Well, of course, he just, just destroyed them. Really? Oh, God. He just, the guy's so fucking jealous of me. It's hard. Aren't you, Scott? <laughs> well, um, I think that if you want to make some dough, you should stay the course with the non-nudie oh, paintings. You're, look, who do you just ask if he wants to make some fucking dough? If I want to make some dough, I'll fort some more Picassos. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah. No, I got, I, I've got, I just finished my owl painting. I don't know if you saw it. And it's, 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 I like it. An owl? I did an owl. Who did you do it for? I did it for me. I mean, I have no place to put this shit anymore. <laughs> Clown heard that, not you. And then. Who? Who? Oh. <laughs> and uh, I'm doing one, kind of a, one I've almost done with the one of Carmela Skaggs lounging on a couch. Ooh, I'm excited to see that. Well, I don't know how, but anyway. And then I'm doing... Is it going to be called Lowdown? I'm doing an Elvis one. And I'm doing... Um, Elvis Presley? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm doing one of... Um, God, I forget stuff. Like I'm doing two other ones. It'll come to me. But anyway, but see, Toby gave me all these canvases. Yeah. Which are not my natural medium. So anyway, I've been, you know, I'm busy. Right, well, I'm busy keep cranking painting. them out. I'm cranking them out. I like it. Yeah, well, people, you know, keep saying, well, don't do any more vaginas. Do this, do that, do this, do that. I'd like to request uh, a Lake Michigan or a Chicago River painting. I did a whole bunch of that shit. I, you know, I was going to do a whole series on the Chicago River. Yeah, I like one. Yeah, of those. well, I don't have time because I'm 70 fucking nine you now. You can do it. You know, oh, I could. I saw some interesting on a documentary. It was on Picasso, and they asked him to draw a woman, and he started at the vagina. He says he, he starts you know, all pick paintings of women P- at Picasso, the vagina. Picasso is, <laughs> Picasso is kind of a heroic figure. Now, I'm, you know, he was amazing draftsman. I mean, he guy could draw anything he wanted, but that wasn't satisfying him. He did make one statement, which I really... I really think hits the nail on the jacket. He said, all art is theft. And in a way, he's right. Everybody steals. I mean, no other artist yeah. wanted Picasso in their studio because he'd steal every fucking idea they had. But um, when he, he made it fairly soon, but he, for a while he was just a bust-out bohemian guy hanging around Parisian bars and stuff. But when he made it, all of a sudden, he's this huge figure in 20th century painting so all of his ne'er-do-well pals would come in and ask for handouts. So he'd just grab a napkin and draw a dove and then sign Picasso in a big name. Yeah. They could get 200 bucks from it from any dealer in Paris. So he never had to give anybody any money. It's like Ted Williams, the baseball player. Yeah. I saw him when I was living in um, when Toby, Gracie, and I. Gracie was just Florida? In, in kindergarten. Yeah, in um, Inverness, Inverness uh, Florida. Ted Williams, some, some groupy guy, um, a, a Boston Red Sox fan, bought a golf course. In, it was Citrus County, Florida. And he bought this golf course, and he tells Ted, Ted Williams, who is, he's, that's his hero, that he would um, give him a house right by the first tee if he'd lived there. So Williams, you know, was very obviously a very cheap guy he does it now there's no fishing close by or anything but so i'd see ted williams around it was really it was kind of neat he had a big gut in those days you know the splendid mm-hmm. splinter had this big gut 
But I was trying to learn how to use the long putter, and every time I'd go over that course just to do that, and he would go and just come up to me and just grab it out of my hand, fuck with his, I hate this fucking thing, and then it, that would be my interaction with him. Well, I go into the bar one day to get a Coke or something, and Williams is just coming out. The bartender says, you know who that is? I said, yeah, I know who the fuck that is. That's Ted <laughs> Williams. He says, yeah. He says, do you notice what's in his back pocket? I said, no, not really. He says, look out the window. I said, what is that, checkbook? He says, yeah. He comes in here and buys potato chips. He writes a check. He knows I can get fucking 20, 50 bucks for his autograph anywhere I want. He never fucking pays cash for shit. He just writes out checks. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then he was in the grocery store one day. I was with Gracie. And I'm saying, hey, Gracie. He wouldn't give adults autographs, but he'd give, give kids. kids. Gracie, run up and ask Ask that tall guy if he give you. No, I'm not gonna ask him. So, but I, I think I could have made a couple bucks off the autograph. God. Um, well, that's about enough for one night, isn't it? I, well, I was gonna say that you know we started this conversation about with pussy? genitals and we ended it with Picasso's vagina approach. So well, actually, that's about right. actually, polishing, not polishing, is kind of where we started and where we ended. I, I want, you know, I, you mentioned something that kind of brought something to mind. That wrestling. Yeah. Down there in Mexico. Yeah. I, I actually, when I was in Champagne, I challenged a band to wrestle me. A band? A band. And I tried to convince the owner oh, of the Oh, that's bar. right. He, he's a wrestler. It would be, it would be a great like uh, promotional event because everyone hated me. There's no way I could beat four guys. And I was going to dress up like one of those Mexican Wrestling, wrestlers. Yeah. yeah, they're hilarious. But the band was named um, Tractor Kings. And I started calling them Tractor Queens. <laughs> and trying to like, like instigate the whole thing all the time. It was driving them crazy. It was like... Well, want to wrestle speaking band. of wrestling and clown, he talks a drunken, I assume a drunken grasshopper into going outside and wrestling. No, he was working the... that night. He wasn't so drunk. he wasn't drunk? No. Yeah, he kind of basically wrecked his shoulder for a whole year. <laughs> well, we went outside and I picked him up and threw him down on the sidewalk. <laughs> and, and Bruce said, no, nobody wrestles clown anymore. <laughs> yeah, I gave a rule. Yeah. You, you two have a very um, unique... Approach to life is all I'm gonna say. How, how so? I mean, I think this that guy's trying to take on a whole fucking band to wrestle them. Yeah, but <laughs> the I tractor queens. I like. I la- can't that. even masturbate correctly. I, well, I don't think that ties in. I do. I do. I was. I mean, really, the worst fight. And I get a hot <laughs> fucking. Pick. I just wail away on my dick, and it would just. Ouch! Ooh, this is hurting. And then it would swell up. I mean, it was just like, not long, sideways. I mean, all of a sudden. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's just really unfortunate for you. <laughs> Gets worse when you tie rubber bands around it. Oh, God. Oh. I don't want well, to know about that stuff. No, I, <laughs> I have a whole drawer full of dick rings. <laughs> what about butt plugs? I, you know, Mitt gave me a huge... I didn't know what it was, but it was a great door stopper. <laughs> but, but he told me, no, asshole, that's a dick plug. I mean, a, a, a butt plug. I don't know how anybody could get this one. It was huge. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure there are people who could do it. I didn't even know there was such a thing as butt plugs until... I, I, now, Mitt would be one guy. If anybody would know about butt plugs, I'm sure it's Mitt. Really? <laughs> wow! I'm gonna have to have a conversation with him the next time I see him. Yeah, because that's an interesting. Uh, it's very interesting. Laugh. <laughs> now I'm. Well, that's something. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah. Let's wrap this thing up here. Uh, clown. Thanks for producing the show as always. And thanks for being yeah. alive. Yeah. Yep. Definitely well, appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. Um, genius. Uh, thanks for being you. Um, you're you're more than welcome. Now I want you to be you because I have so many I got, projects. I know, I know, I know. We'll get to, we'll get to the projects. It's on my list. Um, thank you all for hitting play and listening to this absurdness that we. What's absurd? Here. I mean, really, when you say absurd, I don't get the absurd part. This is real life. 
These are real men and women. This is real life shit right here, everybody. Real, this, is, this, is, this is reality right here. Yeah. We don't gloss okay. over. There's no glossing over. Yeah, we're not living in the present. No, no, we're not doing trying to live in the present. <laughs> trying and, to live in the present. And name me one other podcast <laughs> in the world where they get faggy pants to call right after, right, almost right on after cue. we're talking That was them. good. Yeah. That was good. That was good. All right, well, um, genius. Say goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye. All right.